Welcome to Hawk Talk, a podcast brought to you by the St. Dominic High School Bayhawk Media Production. Hello, welcome to the Hawk Talk podcast. I'm Pat with my co-hosts Patrick and Mike, and today we're going to be talking about campus ministry. Chaplain of St. Dominic's High School, and we're going to ask him a few questions. So, Father Matt, what made you want to start campus ministry program? Guys, it's re- uh, really great to be with you, and thanks for uh, setting this up. This is this is awesome. You know, I I was assigned by the bishop to come to St. Dominic's in uh, 2020. I began last September, as you guys know, um, and I had just finished up my degree at at uh, Catholic U. And you know, coming into the high school with the title of chaplain teaching theology, um, I had a very positive experience of faith in my own high school experience that I wanted to kind of try and replicate replicate uh, by you know, being in the role where I could I could kind of impact the um, the faith life of, of a high school. And so Father Tom and I um, discussed how we would do that in, in the months leading up to the beginning of school. And part of that, uh, as you know, is the hiring of, of Joe Leonardi to to be our campus minister and then um, the intentionality of, of us both being in the school. So, you know, campus ministry has kind of uh, developed. It's still developing. It's kind of like a, an organic plant, right? When you see a flower, it be, kind of begins small. You see, you see it pop out of the ground, but over time, it begins to blossom and bloom. And I think we're seeing that in just a really powerful, beautiful way. Um, really, my own philosophy on campus ministry is the fact that uh, all of us as Catholics are called to uh, live our faith at every moment of our lives. So. Your experience of coming to school every day is not just an experience where, uh, you know, theology is and faith are are kind of reserved for the classroom, but um, they're really an experience. Faith should be an experience that you're living throughout. So, like, throughout your entire life and throughout your day. So, like, you know, we have developed this campus ministry program in a way where you can do that. Um, just kind of, for instance, like we begin every day and every class here with a prayer, as you know. Uh, we, we have instituted the Angelus. We pray uh, to the Blessed Mother uh, at 12 noon every single day. We end our day with prayer. We, our teams, they start their practices and their games with the prayer. Uh, we're constantly invoking God's blessing, um, uh, blessings upon us as, as we kind of endeavor uh, to live throughout our lives. But at the same time, we know that faith is not always just about prayer either, but it's about living our faith. And so what we try to do is we try to create an atmosphere here where you guys can live live your faith well. And, uh, you know, the campus ministry room is next to the cafeteria, which has been a huge success. You guys come down and hang out in there. Um, we go on retreat. Uh, every grade goes on retreat at least once a year. And then we have special retreats for teams and clubs and, and activities and things like that. Uh, we're planning this really cool thing towards the end of the year. We're calling it a campus ministry celebration. It's going to be like a field day. We're going to have mass up at the fields. We're going to be outside. Uh, it's just going to be a day for us to to kind of uh, really just bask in the fact that you and I are beloved sons and daughters of God. And that's really what the goal of campus ministry is, for you guys to live your faith in your normal every single day life uh, without it being something that's uh, separate from your ordinary life, uh, but something that's truly a part of it every day. You mentioned uh, developing you know, the faith and campus ministry and recently you started the stewardship program. Can you kind of <laughs> explain that and why you started that at school? Sure, so a lot of Catholic schools, they what they do is they, um, 
they have service requirements and service kind of sounds cold, right? Um, when we think about service, it, it often kind of uh, indicates that we're just trying to check a box. Um, so Father Tom and I, because we, we were not here when there were service, service requirements for theology here because we both entered into a year that was COVID, um, Father Tom and I decided, well, first of all, do we want to bring something like this back? And if we do bring it back, what should it look like? So Father Tom, I give him the credit here. His his whole idea and his his kind of drive behind this is that we're not going to call it service, uh, but we're going to call it stewardship. And what what's the difference? Well, stewardship first of all begins with prayer. It reflects. Uh, it's a time for us to reflect. Like, all right, what are the gifts that God has has blessed me with? You know, all of you play lacrosse, right? That's a gift that God has has blessed you with in your life. You're all great students. The gift of a mind is what God has blessed you with, right? Well, stewardship is the taking of those gifts that God has given us and using them uh, for some type of good. So like, for example, if you guys ran a free lacrosse clinic, right? That's being a good steward of the gift that God has given you. You're not taking your talent, if we look at the gospel of the talents, and burying it in the ground like that lazy servant did, right? But you're taking the talent that God gave you and you're using it for good. You're showing uh, the world that, that, yeah, God gave me this gift, this particular gift in my life, and I'm going to use it uh, to help other people. Well, that's more that's a more uh, convincing and a more uh, powerful and meaningful way to give of yourself um, as a steward rather than just checking a box to do to do service. So, as you know, we require um, five stewardship credits. They're not hours, a quarter. And the reason we say credits is because really what we're trying to make the distinction is is that it's not how much time you necessarily give, but it's really about the gift that you're giving to another person. And um, that particular gift uh, can't be summed up in hours because we know that you have developed and cultivated these gifts throughout your entire life. So your gifts would add up to many hours, uh, but we call them credits instead. And, um, you know, we, we took the seniors on a trip, as you guys know, to Long Beach to do some some stewardship back in November. We took the freshmen on a trip to do some stewardship back in the November. And in uh, May, we have the junior trip planned. We just put the sophomore trip on the calendar for, for March. So we're, we're really excited. These things are working out really well. And um, really, we're, 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 we're excited to see how this continues to develop over the next couple of years and kind of taking on its own life in its own form. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Um, could you just take me through what, are the, what is the March for Life about? Yeah, yeah, Mike. Um, so we're taking um, next week, actually, you know, every year in Washington, D.C., uh, because of the decision of uh, the Supreme Court decision, Roe versus Wade, uh, which legalized abortion on the federal level throughout the land. Uh, we're taking um, a group of kids down to participate in what's held in Washington, D.C., the March for Life. Now, this is a very interesting year to go to the March for Life because there are a lot of cases up in the Supreme Court right now um, that are that that may even overturn Roe versus Wade by June. So this, in theory, might be the last time we have to go to Washington, D.C., uh, to stand up for, for the sanctity and dignity of all human life from conception to natural death. Um, should Roe versus Wade get overturned, right? Um, states will have the decision to either legalize or criminalize abortion in in uh, their own state. So now New York would probably move in the direction where they would legalize abortion. So 
next year the Marshall Light might actually take place for us up in Albany where we might protest up there. But basically what the Marshall Life is is that it's a peaceful protest in Washington, D.C., where hundreds of thousands of people gather every single year around the time of the, the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. And they peacefully up, march up Constitution Ave from really the National Mall all the way up until up to the Constitution Ave. You make the right and you go down to the Capitol building and the Supreme Court. And we stand out there and we peacefully protest uh, the right to life. And so we're really excited. This year we're actually taking uh, 71 people right now. We have signed up for the trip. That's including our six chaperones. So it's about 65 students um, with six chaperones. We're going to go down on Thursday. Uh, we're going to spend the night in uh, Virginia, in the hotel in Virginia. And while we're there on that Thursday, we're going we're gonna to see Arlington National uh, Cemetery. It's an outdoor uh outdoor safe spot for us to go given like with the COVID, um, you know, we're going to go to Arlington National Cemetery. We're going to be able to gather to do some like team building and group exercises in, in a big room in the hotel. We'll mass together. Uh, we're going to go out to a restaurant for dinner. We're going to tour the monuments at night. It should be a great trip. And the next morning we're going to get up. We're going to go to the Basilica, which is the largest church in North America, the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. We'll have mass there. We'll have some time to tour there. Uh, then we'll head down to the mall, we'll march for life, and then we're going to head back home. But it's going to be a powerful witness, uh, especially as Catholics, to to go down there uh, with, with so many people to to really stand up for, for life. Such an important, important uh, cause that, that all Catholics need to unite behind. Thank you, Father Matt, for all the great information that you provided for us. I'm really glad you took time out of your day to discuss with us. Thank you, Patrick, and thank you, Mike, and Patrick. It's, uh, it's good to be with you guys, and, and thanks, for, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast with Father Matt. Tune in next week for another Talk Media Productions episode. Hawk Talk, signing out.